Welcome to Ed Talks, an audio podcast co-presented by Achieve Twin Cities and Graves Ventures, a project of the Graves Foundation. Ed Talks is a lively series of community conversations about public education and related issues that impact our young people. This Ed Talks is titled Shifting the Narrative About the Teaching Profession. Despite the critical role educators play in shaping our young people, the teaching profession in the U.S. has been losing respect and admiration, with negative messages perpetuating an unflattering and incomplete image of a viable and impactful profession. Increasing teacher diversity is a critical component in the effort to elevate the teaching profession. This Ed Talks features Dr. Rose Chu from Elevate Teaching, part of a state-funded teacher recruitment campaign and movement to shift how we view and talk about the profession of teaching, to include the profound impact teachers have in our society. Dr. Chu is, among other things, Professor Emeretta at Urban Education at Metropolitan State University, former Assistant Professor of the Minnesota Department of Education, founder and president of Plum Blossom Strategy, LLC, and the visionary and project lead for Elevate Teaching. This Ed Talk was recorded at Ice House on November 13th, 2023. Oh, thank you. Okay. She lowered that for me. <laughs> Wow. Gratitude. That's a value and an emotion that I have felt a lot recently, especially amidst everything that is going on in the world and thinking of all that is going on in my own life. I'm actually grateful to be alive, grateful for the work that I'm doing, grateful for the chosen family and my um, biological family that support me, grateful for all my colleagues here. So gratitude is something that really, I have to just name that. And I wanted to show you um, another thing that I'm very grateful for are my parents. I think of them a lot because I, I think about what they had to do to sacrifice for me to come here 44 years ago to the United States. Just like the stories we've heard, my parents hardly finished high school. I was the first to go to college. For them, sending me off to a foreign land at the time was a big deal and that education to them was the key for me to realize my dreams and be successful. And so it's interesting as to what happened, fast forward. Now, it's um, Josh, where you, oh, thank you for the presentation you did because you actually, in a lot of ways, set up a lot of the data that I also know about, right? And so I will just say it very quickly that the research is so clear, so clear now that teachers of color and American Indian teachers are not only good for our students of color and American Indian students, it's actually good for every student. That's just clear, okay? I think about how it used to be I have to make a case about that. I don't have that, I don't have to do that anymore. That's a good thing, but we've got work to do, okay? So with that in mind, the interesting thing is, some of you know I come to you as an educator 
as a, as a career changer. I, was, I taught in Minneapolis Public School, one of my proud roles in Minneapolis Public School. And I was at Honeywell as a, a senior research scientist. When I decided to go into teaching, the calling got too loud. These are the things I hear from around me. You sure you want to go into teaching? Just because you like the volunteer work doesn't mean that you're going to like it full time. Okay? Or, you know, education is very political. And if you really want to do it, you should be able to just walk in and teach because you already have your PhD. I don't think so. Most of all, my late mom, bless her heart, I still remember her, people telling me that when she sent her daughter, her firstborn daughter overseas, she cried like every day for a while. Because this was before WhatsApp, this was before where a phone call is like right away, right? You can, I can call, call anybody overseas right away. We were still writing letters. I still have them. That took like a month back and forth to get them. When I told my mother that I was going to be a teacher, she was just about to disown me because she said, you are a woman with a degree in PhD, you have a great job in a prestigious company, and you want to be just a teacher? Now, a little background. She was a teacher. And she was a teacher because she had no other choices in, in, the, in her days. She had a lot of dreams. She, went never, she never went to college. She was from a family of eight children. By the time it came to her, there was just not enough money for her to go to college. So she had a lot of her dreams deferred. So teaching was one of those options that she had. She was trained in three weeks. So I get that. For her, she didn't understand why I wanted to be a teacher, given all the options I had. Fast forward. I hear this when I was at Metro State um, as a teacher educator, teaching my uh, candidates who want to be teachers. And many of them are teachers of color, or teacher candidates of color. They will say, oh yeah, Dr. Chu, I'm glad you think that I'm doing well. Nobody in my family think that I should be a teacher. In fact, they say, if you are so smart and you have a good GPA, why are you choosing just an education major? How many of you have heard that? Okay. Yeah. And then another one that I hear a lot, especially among immigrant families, is the fact that, oh, even if I wanted to be a teacher, I could never consider to be one because I would be such a disappointment to my parents and family because I can only be a doctor, an engineer, or a lawyer. How many of you have heard that? Okay. And in recent days, I've talked to a lot of people about this, and I've collected pages of such quotes, pages of situations where 
the way we talk about the profession is not exactly attractive, not even close. And I have many people who tell me, well, we've been talking about this forever. It's been like this forever. That's just the way it is. And I realize, and we are okay with that? Well, guess what? I am not okay with that. And I hope that you are not okay with that. Okay? So, especially when we know there's a disconnect. This is one of my quotes that I keep very close to my heart. Okay. Our greatest contribution is to ensure, let me make sure I have the right quote here, is to be sure there is a teacher in every classroom who cares that every student, every day, learns and grows and feels like a real human being. If that's what we want, we got to talk about, relate to, and view the profession differently, period. Okay. So I think what we need is a rebranding of our profession, a total rebranding. And another, another inspiration I have is one of my sheroes, Grace Lee Box. And I'll just read the second part of her, her quote here. That instead of thinking of just protesting, the idea of visionary organizing begins by creating images and stories of the future that help us imagine and create alternatives to existing system. It is like what Josh talked about, system change. We need system change. And I want you to close your eyes as I read the next statement here. Imagine a future where teaching is a revered profession in our society, where teachers from all backgrounds feel the warmth of love and support from their communities and reflect that warmth back to their students. Imagine that. Okay. So how do we do that? We also know that our world does not always understand the importance of our profession and that our education system needs systemic changes to better serve students and honor those who work with them. This is, this is no small challenge here. Okay. But it's a yes and. You've got to do both. So with this project called Elevate Teaching, we really believe that we got to disrupt the often harmful narratives that surround teaching and lift the profession up to the referential place it deserves in our society. So the division of Elevate Teaching is to ensure that we have champions, a network of champions. It's a movement. If you believe that teaching deserves a better place in society, if you believe that all our students believe the, uh, deserve the best 
in front of them. Okay? Then we have to elevate the profession. And one of the ways that we want to also acknowledge is that it's not only about attracting a future generation of teachers. Okay? It is also about what happened to them when they are in the classroom, in the system. So this particular graphic is to show that, just like Josh said, right, we explore. You've got to start from somewhere. Somebody have to explore the profession. But oftentimes, do they get to the next step where they kind of go, okay, what do I do next? What program should I go to? What, what subject should I teach? Where should I teach? Thousands of questions in a system that is heavy compliance for a reason, but difficult to navigate. And then when they grow to be a teacher, do we have the support that they need, like Haban was talking about? Okay. And then I had a teacher who told me I needed this graphic because I got tenure. Lots of people came into my room when I was getting tenure. And then afterwards, it's almost like, um, you know, hello, I'm actually a very good leader. Does anybody notice? Are we providing all the opportunities for our teachers to grow okay, and thrive in the profession? Okay? And you know that when teachers thrive, when educators thrive, we will show up with all the students we interact differently. We will be the role models for them to see that I want to be just like them. I want to be just like that teacher, just like that educator, just like that mentor who is supporting education and supporting them. And this is another graphic that grounds our work. When we talk about system change, what do we really mean? And I have to say this, and you get this slide, I hope, is that um, one of the ways to describe it is looking at the conditions that we need to shift, right? We absolutely need to work on policies. We absolutely need to look, look at the funding. We absolutely need to look at practices. But if we don't have quality relationships and connections of the very people that are impacted by teaching, which I would say just about everybody in society, Okay? And if we don't pay attention to the power dynamics, who is included in decision making? Whose voices are at the table? If we do not do that and only have top-down ways of doing things, we will not get the true system change that we want. And ultimately, the transformative change is what we are trying to do in Elevate Teaching. It's that we got to disrupt that narrative, because if you think about the, all those narratives, there is an underlying view of the profession. It's lesser than, right? It is like, oh, you should do better than that. There is a lot of unspoken mental models as to why we have those narratives that I presented. Only three, and I have at least 20, 30 of them. Okay? So we got to make that shift. And to make that shift, we also need to think about who is in our ecosystem. Okay. We can't only talk about, oh, we're going to work with 
our high school students, we're going to work with anybody who wants to be a teacher. We also need to work with all the adults, all the trusted advisors, all the influencers who are speaking about teaching profession. Okay? That's what we are uh, up against. And then this is a quick, and I'm going to go through quickly here because I want to get to, this is a view of the approach of Elevate Teaching. That somebody asked me, well, you got some funding, so where are the billboards? Where are the, where are the uh, 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 ads? And I go, where am I going to put on that? So before we could do that, we have to have some serious, deep community engagement. Okay? The engagement, and we, we talked to within, um, I don't know, six months or more, we talked to over probably 650 people. And now, since then, we probably talked to another two, 300 people about teaching. Some about the barriers, and we definitely asked them, so what do you think we need to do is the solution part, okay? Especially around how do we brand our profession better, okay? And then we get to then use those messages to broadcast to the world as to why you should be a teacher. And then the, one, of the, one of the important part is also the bottom circle there, supporting future, future teachers, is that we know a lot of people want to be teachers, but oftentimes they don't make it to become a teacher. So what does it mean to bridge the gap between wanting to be a teacher and actually become one and then continue to support them. That is no small challenge there. If it was, we would have solved it, okay? So it's no small challenge, but we are up, to, up for that challenge. So drum roll, this is the result. These are the results that came from deep engagement uh, of all the people, very diverse, um, stakeholders from students, parents, teachers, uh, uh, teacher educators. Uh, a lot of data. We had so much data, so much data. And we did a lot of qualitative analysis to come up with what we got. There you go. So the three themes are teacher agency, community and sense of belonging, and the environment of the profession. Teacher agency is almost from the inside, right? How you feel your sense of purpose. Do you feel like you're a leader? Do you feel like you can innovate and be creative? That's kind of from the inside. The community sense of belonging definitely is about, do you, are you, do you feel that sense of belonging, that you have the support from around you to do the work that you do, right? And then the bottom one, environment of the profession, so much was talked about the licensing system, right? Or the, the perceptions of what teachers do, okay? And so there was a lot of that conversation that came to these three big themes. Now, in education, we tend to speak in education language. 
So we needed to work with a communication firm in order to translate all that all that we harvested into language that is publicly accessible. And here they are. Okay. Teaching is creative. Teaching is legacy. Teaching is teamwork. Teaching, teaching is community building. Teaching is opportunity. Teaching is evolving. I would point out one. Teaching is teamwork. We have teachers who literally say, please do not ever put the word hero or superhero anywhere. Because when you do that, it makes them feel guilty, like they have to do everything, right? They can't take care of themselves because they feel like they're giving their life to education, which we do anyway because we love our students and love what we need to do. But that's not healthy, right? So they say, I want to be able to have a team that I work with where I could say, you know what, tonight, I am not going to be able to join this community meeting because I have a birthday party to go to of my dear daughter or whoever. Would you please, I will help you plan. Would you please cover for me and we can talk about it tomorrow. We want teachers to have that permission, right? To be able to do that. Sometimes they don't. And that's what uh, the school leaders, how are they creating the conditions where Teachers feel like these six messages, they can live into these messages, right? That they can be creative. Maybe not every day, every moment, but they have the freedom to be creative. That they can actually feel like the community is supporting them, okay? And the fact that a teacher also say, I have parents who came to me and asked me why I didn't teach history a certain way. And this parent went to school 50 years ago, okay? And she has to explain. She's like, um, well, we, 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 we teach it differently now. We actually have projects. We actually have a, you know, have a, have a, um, a field called social studies that have history and economics, kind of a little broader field. So she says, Rose, people don't get it. We are evolving. It's a profession. Just as other professions, professions evolve with time. We grow with time. Okay? So, the kids are here. Hopefully you all got one. If you didn't, make sure you pick up one on the way. This was the six message, messages. Oh, where's my kid? Hang on. The six messages are in there, and it's gorgeously done with commission art, and, and there is like a story that make the case for it, and then each of the cards that says teaching is creative with some narrative. And the goal is for you to use this for conversations, give you the language to talk about the teaching profession with a little bit more nuance than, oh, teaching is great or teaching is hard. Whatever it is, use this for conversation. For conversation with 
prospective students or teachers, conversation with parents, conversation with businesses, conversation with our community leaders, conversation with teachers themselves, conversation with system leaders. What are they doing to make sure this is actually the conditions, right? The conditions are there. And then for teachers to feel like, yeah, I am in a profession that I can be creative, even though sometimes I'm told what to do, right? That I have legacy. Oh my goodness. The legacy is immeasurable. That I don't have to do this alone. And that the, I have a community who supports me. And if I don't, how do I seek out that community? Right? And then find, and also teaching is opportunity. Okay? Teachers do more than teaching. Teachers are amazing at organizing, at event planning, at communicating with parents, right? So how do we honor that and know that as a teacher, you are all of that, and it, this is an opportunity to, be, to express who you, who you are. I have a lot of teachers who in the summer, they are entrepreneurs. They own their own business, right? Teacher are amazing. Teachers are amazing that way. Okay. And then ultimately, teaching is evolving. So use this to talk about the profession. So it's a quick slide that say when next time, when somebody says they want to be a teacher, at least be curious. Stop saying like, oh my God, why, why do you want to be one? Right? Stop ourselves and think about, wow, be curious. What led you? What about teaching that draws you in? Oh, how can I support you? Oh, wow, I have known you forever. You are a creative person. You're going to do great. Use the language in the kit to have those conversations. And finally, it's a call to action. Will you be a champion for the teaching profession? Okay. And invite others to do the same. What is at least one thing you will do to elevate the teaching profession? And a lot of you are already doing that, I know. And how will you apply these messages to support individuals along this teaching journey? whoever you are, whether you are talking to young people or you are connected to those who are in preparation or you are talking to teachers who are new to the profession or you have teachers who are like, you know, I'm a little bored. Help me, help me get ignited about why I should, be, should continue. Talk about this. Support them. What did I just do? And finally, I just did something. Finally, on every of the card, there is a QR code. And we would love for you to, oh, there you go. Love for you to engage with us in social media, get our newsletter. Unless you opt out, we do have your emails from this. So we would love to stay in touch because being part of a movement means you stay connected.
the next phase, we would love to do more convenings where we could talk about, okay, this was great. Could you help us understand how we can do this more? What else can we do? Do we have merchandise? Do we have, people have been asking me, do we have merchandise? Do we have posters? Are we going to hear this on the radio? Do we have it on billboards? More to come. Okay, so thank you so much. And here is all the information about Elevate Teaching. So I'm going to do one last thing. When I say Elevate, you say teaching. Okay, ready? Elevate. Teaching. Elevate. Teaching. Elevate. Teaching. Thank you. Ed Talks is co-presented by Achieve Twin Cities and Graves Ventures, a project of the Graves Foundation. For more information on Ed Talks or to watch Ed Talks videos or listen to audio podcasts, visit AchieveTwinCities.org.